Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Terror in the sky is coming up a little bit later on. A uh, pass- uh, passenger that gets a little gropey and a pilot that gets a little sleepy. Uh, that's coming up. There's small business shout out getting ahead of our uh, National Donut Day tomorrow with SK Donuts. Uh, Swamp Watch comes up. We have a lot coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, including Brad Garrett, ABC News terrorism analyst, um, talking about how the training for law enforcement officers is to go towards a shooter. And we've been asking Especially if you are law enforcement, current, former, whatever, you don't have to tell us who or where, but what has this story made you feel when it comes to Uvalde and the questions surrounding, listen, we don't have the answers, but the questions surrounding the reaction to it and the way the procedures either were followed or weren't followed, uh, Scott called us from Oregon. Hi, Gary and Shannon. Uh, My name's Scott, and I'm an officer in our former police officer, rather, in uh, Oregon. I just wanted to weigh in on your discussion today um, on the Uvalde response. The protocol has been for a very long time to, uh, with an active shooting, to enter the building ASAP and eliminate the threat. Uh, By waiting, you simply put more lives at risk. And uh, it's easy to sit back in Monday morning quarterback. Uh, It should have definitely been handled differently, in my opinion. And I know there are a lot of officers that I know that that share the same uh, position on this. Um, by waiting and not going into that building, they simply put countless other lives at risk. Yeah, and again, it was pointed out in the news conference this morning regarding the shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, both the mayor and the police chief were quick to point out there's zero question about response time when it comes to what happened with Tulsa police. They went in immediately towards the gunfire and did not hesitate for a moment to go in and try to stop that. Eventually, the guy took his own life. Well, up in Northern California, there is a teenager that's been busted for trying to enlist other students to carry out a mass shooting or a bombing at a high school in Berkeley. The suspect is 16, and the police up there got a tip on May 21st that he was recruiting people in an attack on Berkeley High School. He surrendered to cops Monday. They went into his home. They found parts of explosive devices, as well as assault rifles, several knives, and electronic items that could be used to create other weapons, according to the police. I think of a very nefarious Ferris Bueller when they went in there and found all this stuff. Now, there's something to be said about, you know, it seems like all of these new threats are coming up. This happened three days before the Uvalde shooting. I mean, these things do occur quite often in terms of the threats to schools. Now, when I heard about this, a teenager recruiting other students for a shooting, I thought this is just a cry for attention and nothing more. But the fact that they went in and found all the things that one would need to carry out such an attack is is odd that he would be raising his hand and telling people about this. And, you know, we've we've heard before how these shooters will tell somebody what they're doing, whether it's online or otherwise. But you rarely hear about these shooters trying to recruit like-minded individuals. Usually if they're like-minded, they find each other like the Columbine guys did. Yeah. 
Uh, there was a student shot outside Grant High School in Valley Glen yesterday, although LAPD says that was likely a uh, gang-related shooting. Uh, Modern Day High School is reopening after, of course, it was shut down yesterday. All, on uh, all offices on campus are open today for anybody involved in the areas of counseling, athletics, campus ministry, business office activities, advancement of deans from 8 to 3.30. Students in Santa Clarita were told to stay home from Canyon High School. They found some graffiti in a bathroom stall on campus. I mean, I'm remembering some of the stuff written in high school bathrooms, and it is some dark, bad stuff, right? That's a, that's a frustrating aspect of this because you yeah. can't not. But at the same time, how many times have we... Listen, this is not the right attitude to have about it, but how many times have we done stories about school shootings or threats against schools, right, that, that I mean, that actually materialize? Nobody threatens in the bathroom. Nobody, On graffiti, yeah, yeah. that's not how it happens. Well, I, I mean, I remember it was a catch-all of just darkness, those bathroom stalls at a public high school. Uh, and then finally, a man arrested after he made verbal threats targeting Saugus High School, which actually was the scene of a shooting a few years ago. This uh, 19-year-old was at one time a, uh, a Saugus High School student. Um, so he was arrested after he verbally made threats targeting Saugus. Well, one of the laws that has made the crooks just love California is AB 109. It's all about realigning different crimes as nonviolent. The list of violent crimes is very small now in California, but apparently there has been a lot of fallout, and at least one county is documenting the fallout from AB 109. We'll talk about it when we come back. Do you know how many people told me that Mystery Pricks was going to be the name of their new band? Oh, really? That's great. <laughs> At least a half a dozen. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I know who was first, and I'm not going to tell them, but uh, that is very somebody funny. came out quickly and did it. We also have, uh, we'll play for you, I think, at the, after the bottom of the hour, a talkback regarding mass hysteria uh, that would have happened in the early 90s. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that specifically. I uh, mentioned this earlier. OPEC is going to increase the size of its oil supply hikes by about 50%. We already knew that they were going to pump more oil into the market, but they say in July and August they'll go up to about 648,000 barrels a day of oil. That would be up from 432,000 that we've seen over the last couple of months, which is part of the reason why we've seen so much uh, increase in prices in the cost of oil. Well, AB 109 means that there are dangerous and violent convicts that are being let out early willy-nilly in California. Corbin Carson is joining us now to talk about a task force in Orange County that has been designed to combat AB 109 and, and its, uh, its successes, its recent successes. Corbin, what do you know? <laughs> well, first, I want to say I'm adding mystery pricks to the interesting segues on Gary and Shannon that yeah. uh, bring me... <laughs> it's our joy bring to bring into... you to, yeah, to put it a little... <laughs> to the road, mess that is this. little speed bump oh, in front of your story. How's that? <laughs> so, yeah, AB 109, just a little history, was passed 10 years ago. The goal was, the stated goal, I should say, was to reduce overcrowding in prisons, send people to jail to serve their, their prison time in local jails without looking at, at least the uh, prosecutors have this problem, that they're not looking at the entire criminal history. And uh, prosecutors say that can sometimes include serious and violent felonies. Then from the local jails, uh, the people are released to probation or pro not parole. And critics say this is where these people fall through the cracks because probation doesn't have the resources to keep track of them all. So in 2019, the Orange County DA created this undercover AB 109 Crime Impact Task Force 
to keep track of them all. We just got to look at some of the stats, what they've been able to do, how much of uh, successes as, uh, have come from AB 109, Shannon, as you mentioned. So since 2019, 567 people in Orange County were arrested on new crimes. 350 of them had also also had a probation or parole violation charge, meaning the probation or parole didn't prevent that person from com- committing a new crime. The task force, these arrests include 10 attempted murder suspects, an 18-year-old man who escaped from a halfway house uh, who tried to kill his mother when he was a, a juvenile. Uh, we had five dependents charged with stealing $1.97 million in jewelry, guns, and designer items as part of this elaborate burglary ring out of L.A. targeting high-end Orange County homes. Then the uh, other crimes include 38 stolen car suspects, 426 suspects arrested on felonies, 55 guns, including six assault weapons and an M10 and enough fentanyl to kill hundreds of thousands of people, all as a result of this uh, of this task force. How are we going to use this information? Are we going to change AB 109? Is somebody going to use this in a political campaign? I mean, what's uh, what's the future of this information? You know, no one is no one is really saying. At least from what we've we've got, what I've gotten today from the district attorney's office, this is probably uh, is, is essentially reading as as a bugle or a horn or an alert as to how this law may not be working. So maybe that is is something that is being sent to lawmakers to see if some kind of legislative change could be made. But again, it's been ten years. We've done tons of stories. I've talked to you guys several times about you know different types of law enforcement having problems with you know we catch someone on Tuesday, they're back out on Wednesday. Day, you know, and, and plus when you add in all the different burglary rings, I mean, again, this one that one of they, they put a bunch of examples in here, but this burglary ring was called the Durango burglary ring. And um, again, they were $1.9 million in watches and purchase purses. There were so many uh, different agencies working with this task force from Fullerton, Anaheim, Buena Park, the, the Sheriff's Department, um, ATF, that sort of thing, trying to catch this group. And, and this special group really is designed to uh, track these people down. So when someone is released or, or let out uh, in, into a local uh, establishment on AB 109, this task force keeps a track of them. They, they, they do undercover surveillance. They, uh, um, uh, let's see, they, many times they're catching them in a new, new act. I'm told sometimes they're preventing a new crime. And, and, you know, sometimes they're getting this help from other agencies. So you'll have a local police call, for example, when someone's not charging their GPS monitoring or can, can you go find them or can you yeah, like a, show up? I, for, I remember, sorry, Corbin, a mu- about a month ago, there was a guy who was uh, released about 15 minutes or 15 months, excuse me, early, 15 months early. He had stabbed and killed his mother in this right. vi- obviously a violent murder. And he was released 15 months early for murder into a halfway house and he right, took is... off yeah from there <laughs> that the fact that you can murder someone and then get out a, a, more than a year early under ab that's that blows my mind yeah he ike Souser is this guy's name and um he was 13 when it happened so some of this had to do with him being a juvenile uh that potentially is why he was he was being at least considered and, and, and some sort of uh mistake maybe i've sent him to a halfway house but this task force over the it was this was over Easter weekend was uh, immediately assigned to go find him because he had cut off his electric uh, monitor, and, and and they found him over the weekend and were able to track him down and as a wanted fugitive. So this is just, that's just one of the things that that this ring this uh, task force can do. Awesome, Corbin. Thank you for your time. Good stuff.
Appreciate it, guys. You know, we've talked multiple times about AB 109 in conjunction, obviously, with um, uh, Prop, what was it, Prop 4757 AB 109. I read that in terms, I was just thinking about the graffiti that you saw posted on social media. There there was a tag that said something like, we love Gascon. Gascon for mayor. Yeah, Gascon for mayor. (laughs) Somebody posted Um, that. Along with like the gang tags and stuff. So uh, they are up to 500,000 signatures. I think they need something like 570,000 signatures for that recall effort. uh, 566,000 legitimate or what do they call it? Confirmed um, signatures to get that recall on the ballot. Uh, There was also an article in the San Francisco Chronicle recently about the recall effort for Chesa Boudin, which comes up. Next week, I believe, uh, June 7th, the day of the primary when um, when his technically election day is up. And there's absolutely nobody who wants to keep that guy in San Francisco. So we'll see if it happens here in L.A. as well. All well, right. I'm sorry. Well, I, it's fine. I, I missed rehearsal again. Right. And, and it wasn't your fault. It, it was wasn't. traffic. There was that squirrel. Mondo had, uh, had said that I was going to do that line. So. Go ahead, then. Coming up, uh, the Bill Cosby civil trial, a different trial. This one is here in Los Angeles. We'll talk about what the the, uh, claim is against him when we come back. Police say the man who yesterday shot up a medical center in Tulsa blamed his surgeon for ongoing pain after recent back surgery. Apparently, he had talked to this doctor just hours before he burst in there at the Tulsa Medical Office with an AR-style rifle he had just bought, killing a surgeon, three other people before shooting and killing himself. 45-year-old Michael Lewis is his name. He killed Dr. Preston Phillips, along with Dr. Stephanie Hewson, receptionist Amanda Glenn, and a patient, William Love. White House says uh, President Biden is going to make a speech this afternoon, about 4.30 our time, on guns, the issue of guns in America. Uh, Turkey is officially changing its name, the country of. It will now officially be known as Turkey. With an I and an E at the end of it. T-U-R-K-I-Y-E. They said they want to sever any association with the ground-feeding festive bird and the term for failure. You're making this up. I am not. The U.N. will adopt the new name from this week at uh, Ankara's request. A spokesperson for the U.N. said that the change came into place from the moment a letter sent by Turkish. Foreign Minister Melvut Kavisukul or something. I found two more terror in the sky stories Uh-oh. <laughs> to join the two we already have. Uh, okay. Uh, so we'll up. get that coming up next. Uh, there is a civil trial going on here in Los Angeles. The then 16-year-old Judy Huff says she was deeply distraught minutes after Bill Cosby is alleged to have sexually abused her on an afternoon back in 1975 at the Playboy Mansion. Um, Yesterday, her best friend was on the stand, Donna Samuelson. She was 17 at the time. She's now 64. She said that her friend... Judy Huff said, I want to go. I want to leave, that she was crying. This is the first witness in this civil trial. She uh, said that she had been looking forward to spending the rest of the afternoon and evening at the mansion and that she was angry 
with Judy Huth until Judy Huth explained herself to her friend, saying she said that Bill Cosby tried to have sex with her. Yeah, apparently, they had met Bill Cosby at a park where she was, where where he was shooting a film, and he gave her alcohol as part of a game, and then Bill Cosby takes her to the Playboy Mansion. Um, that in a bedroom off of a game room where they had actually been playing pool and arcade games, Cosby tried to put his hands down her pants. He then exposed himself, forced her to touch him sexually, um, according to, again, Donna Samuelson, the friend, who had been distracted playing a game and was oblivious to what had happened. Is anyone else grossed out that uh, 17-year-old girls are at the Playboy Mansion parties? Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, that's a yes. Now, I mean, I I know that's a Pollyanna thing for me to say, but right. still gross. Well, and part of what the defense, the, the Cosby defense team is saying is she wasn't 15. She was 18 at the time or 16. She was 18 at the time, mm-hmm. which still, yes. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. A, even if it's 18, it's still gross. I agree. Uh, I totally but, agree. But you can tell the difference between a 15 year old and an 18 year old as well. Now, um, the Cosby lawyer says that the sex abuse allegations are complete and utter fabrication. Uh, the pictures are the only reason the case exists. There are two pictures of Bill Cosby and Judy Huff together that day and that they're central to this trial. Um, clearly recognizable Bill Cosby, they say, because he's got – I mean, Cosby – has a iconic look to him, whether it's in the mid-70s or late 90s. I mean, you know who Bill Cosby is. By the time that uh, Judy had told her friend what had happened, Cosby had already left to attend an event. And uh, so she says to her friend, Judy, you want to go? You want to go tell the police or anyone? And the friend said no. And uh, this woman on the stand said she convinced her friend, Judy, to stay at the mansion. She said, I thought it would calm her down to go swimming and stuff. Whoops. That was not the right was time the wrong for time. that. She said, we will leave if he comes back. That the mansions, get ready to feel more grossed out. The mansion's butler brought the girls swimsuits in whatever style, size, and color they asked for. And they hung out in the famous grotto, ordered tequila sunrises, had dinner in the mansion, sat across from Peter Lawford. They were tinkering on a grand piano when Cosby returned, put his arm around a horrified Judy Huth. That's when they left. Well, that just then, Hugh Hefner rolls in with Barbie Benton, his girlfriend at the time, and Cosby introduced them before they left. I. What do you say? Where's mom and dad? I don't know. But Where's the, anybody else? Where's any responsible Co- adult? Cosby's lawyer says, uh, boy, did Judy and Donna enjoy themselves. They stayed for 12 hours. It's no typical response to a traumatic event. Uh, Nathan Goldberg, Judy Huff's attorney, said in his opening statement in the months that followed, she was emotionally affected by the trauma. She smoked pot in great amounts. She was getting into troubled relationships. She was suffering from anxiety. She was no longer the happy-go-lucky girl that she had been. Um, By the way, Cosby's not in the courtroom, and he's not expected to be in the courtroom because uh, he doesn't have to be. Um, This is just a civil trial his, he did give a video deposition, apparently answering questions uh, that were asked of him, but it's not expected that he's going to make any sort of appearance. I have a royal update. Mm. Okay. So the queen, we've told you, has been um, enjoying the jubilee ceremony, right, um, where the she's been on the 
throne for 70 years. She stepped out on the balcony at Buckingham Palace today to greet this just thousands of people that showed up, stretching all the way down the mall. Four generations of the royal family were there, including the youngest of the kids, the great-grandkids that were stealing the spotlight, airplanes overhead. I mean, amazing. She will not attend tomorrow's Jubilee service at St. Paul's. She experienced discomfort at the parade at uh, Buckingham Palace today. Yeah, because it's too much pomp and circumstance and nylons. Who wants to wear nylons at that age? She wants to sit in her undergarments, drink her gin, and live her life. Without- Let the woman drink her gin. When we come back, a whole series of terror in the skies stories. All right. Well, we've got a number of stories of people behaving badly on board the friendly aircrafts. Bow, 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 bow. Flight 209, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Get off my plane. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. It's Gary and Shannon's Terror in the Skies on KFI. Where to start? About 30 minutes into her jet blue flight from L.A. to Boston, a mom who was taking care of her baby, felt someone caressing her upper thigh. And Mm. it wasn't the baby. It was a man sitting in the aisle seat next to her. Before she could get away from him, he reached farther up her leg toward her groin area. She swats the man's hands away, alerts a flight attendant, yells for her husband, who's sitting across the aisle with the couple's other young child. And woman says, that man just groped me. At around that time, another woman standing in the aisle said the same guy had groped her as she walked past him. Her groin and buttocks. Now he's been charged with two counts of abusive sexual conduct. Um, he told investigators he had no memory of touching the women. And he that- woke up with a bruise and a, a, a prick on his... Prick on his- <laughs> uh, the contact he may have had with them was unintentional. He took an Ambien. Oh. And then he said... He would not have touched the mother because he wasn't attracted to her. I wouldn't rape her. She's not even my type. There was a couple of pilots on their way from New York City to Rome. Listen, I. what's between New York City and Rome? The ocean. And if you're flying over the ocean and you have the best view of absolutely nothing... <sighs> These two airline pilots reportedly fell asleep on a flight from New York City to Rome last month. Their plane was still in the air. 250 passengers on board. One um, one pilot can take... Aren't you supposed to do this in shifts? I'm not a pilot. You are. So uh, you answer the question. Yes, you are supposed to do it in shifts. They do have, especially on the longest flights, like the longer flights, I should say. One pilot did sleep during his designated sleeping break, but the airline's... Uh, left seater, the uh, the captain, also fell asleep. I have another tear in the sky story. This on board a Jet 2 passenger plane. This was from London to Greece, May 3rd. And cops had to drag a passenger off the plane because he took down his pants, urinated on his brother, and then got into a fist fight with said <laughs> brother. It had to be diverted to another place in Greece, and it it did not go well for him. There's video of one of the brothers being carted down the aisle by a Greek police officer, and you can see his exposed buttocks and tummy. 
Please never. I thought we said we would never say the word tummy. Well, I was trying to be polite because it is a large belly area, shall we say. And tummy, then, mommy, none of that stuff. Okay. Hey, have you guys either like gotten fights like that with your siblings? Where I Where peed on my brother? On anybody? No. Yeah. I mean, it's Mom, not no. out of the realm of things I may do. Well, I mean, on the I don't line. have siblings. That's why I'm asking. I mean, there's been times when, yeah, my brother did deserve, you to know, get peed on? to get peed on. I think probably one of his friends has peed on him before. Did ever do that thing where he would stand over you and like get a ball of spit and hang it down like he was going to drip it on your forehead or something? would put my head in the toilet yeah, okay. water and flush it. Swirly. It was called a swirly. Yeah. The hell's wrong with you people? Wow. Sounds like you've gotten over it, though. Well, it, I mean, it's a little bit much to be a little girl and have your head put into a toilet, right? It was your brother. I, well, I know. That's what's supposed to happen. Did you ever do that? Did your sisters My ever do sisters that to you? My sisters were older. No, they never did it to me. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, during the break, I'll go give you a swirly and see how you like it. The f- okay. <laughs> the final ter- me. The final terror in the sky story is a Instagram model who says she was booted from a flight because of her boobs. She's threatening to sue. She's well, a Canadian model. She goes by Mary Magdalene. Okay. I, when you say model, mm-hmm. I have an image that comes to my it's mind. It's not this. It is not this. Her boobs weigh 22 pounds. A piece. Yeah. Right? They're, they're large, I mean, they look massive. Large. And they're really, it's really how, beyond how the long, pale. How much do you think her lips weigh? Like six, seven pounds? She pumped those things up too. Um, she was going from Canada, I guess, to Dallas. She had a $5,000 ticket, so assuming first class at least. She was not buying the reason that was given by the airline crew. She was booted, according to the airline crew, for wearing headphones and ignoring the instructions from the flight attendant. She's got face tattoos. She's got neck tattoos. She's got giant tarantula tattoos on on the... Um, uh, the nipples? Aftermarket add-ons. Okay. She said she eventually did make it to America on a later flight, but she still got a, a beef with the airline specifically and society in general saying discrimination against enhanced bodies is very common. This woman could not comfortably fit into a small car. No. no. But you are the one. What kind of doctor does this? Who is discriminating against You know what I mean? This is like a, this is a procedure you get at a day's in in Glendale. What is that? What is that? I don't even know. I'm, I'm not. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.